Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from January 25th until February 1st as we continue through this final week of January and we have some very lovely energies unfolding over this time period where now all planets are direct and we're going to feel that even more as we move into February because we still have planets working through their shadow zones. So Mercury in Capricorn is still working through his shadow territory that he covered during retrograde. We also have Jupiter in Aries covering territory that it was in last year. So this Jupiter in Aries is still working with parts of ourselves that are blooming, blossoming, and coming to life. Jupiter is moving through the first deacon of Aries, which is zero to nine degrees. And this is the very beginning of a whole new cycle. This is where new parts of your energy and your life are sprouting up, are meant to come to life life. And you could have had hints of that last year. You could have felt something within you shifting and evolving. You could have gotten a sample of it, a taste of it. And now Jupiter will journey through all of Aries until May. And this means that now the new starts are happening. Maybe something was reset for you. It was meant to begin again, begin with a new understanding of what you really want, what is in alignment for you now. So this energy of Jupiter and Aries is still gaining momentum and will continue to reveal to you new parts of yourself that you're meant to see and claim, new areas of your energy that are opening up, perhaps for the very first time in your life. Perhaps you're feeling new energies coming to life based on what you've healed, based on what you've completed, based on what you've closed out. And Jupiter in Aries wants you to feel good about yourself, wants you to develop the confidence to be who you are and to really understand that you're here to do things in a way that connect with you and you're here to know yourself in a new way as well. And that's part of what we open up to with Jupiter in Aries. There can also be a push to take a risk, to try something new, to embark on a new adventure, to even summon more courage, or to really step into something that could feel wildly unknown, but the universe is guiding you in that direction. The universe is actually giving you energetic clues and breadcrumbs follow this, do this, and you could feel it energetically. If you feel something keeps coming back into your awareness, it keeps returning into your mind, into your heart, into your consciousness, that's where the universe could be giving you this clue as to what to move towards, what to begin, and what to start for yourself. So trust that. Trust what's coming up that you have a strong positive response to because the Aries energy is often very immediate. The Aries energy is where you just feel and sense, yes, I want this. Yes, I'm going to go for it. Yes, this is correct for me. So that's part of what we are trusting as Jupiter continues through Aries. 
Now, over this next week, we're going to see Mercury continue to move through his retrograde shadow, as I mentioned. And that means Mercury is going to have a third and final connection with both Chiron in Aries and Uranus in Taurus. So I'm starting with this energy because it's important to note that this is something you've already been working through. There's already energies in play here that we've been understanding, perceiving, and perhaps trying to figure out mentally with that Mercury in Capricorn. And Mercury is going to square Chiron in Aries at 12 degrees on January 27th. So this is a day to watch your words, to watch your mind, watch what you're thinking about, because this is the kind of thing where you could be stuck in a story or you could be circulating in something that's meant to clear out. It's meant to move and be free. So I feel like this Mercury and Capricorn squaring Chiron and Aries is a time for you to check in with how you really want to perceive something where it's based on your strength and your authority and it's not based on your wounding which Chiron and Aries can bring up. So there could be a sense that you've been moving through something that is based on your wounding instead of based on what you're really claiming for yourself now. Then on January 29th, Mercury in Capricorn trines Uranus in Taurus at 15 degrees for the third and final time. And this is where that Mercury really feels liberated and has new information, new developments, new facts coming in that helps with the forward movement. So there could be something that maybe you've been, again, contemplating. It's been on your mind, a problem, an issue, a story something that that Mercury in Capricorn has been intensely feeling. And this energy can be dense. This energy can feel like it's been sitting on your brain. It's been weighing on your mind. And it's not a fast moving energy in Capricorn. And that's where it could feel like, oh my gosh, am I going to get through this to the other side of a story of a perception. Maybe it's an ongoing conversation you've been having with somebody and it doesn't feel like it's getting resolved. This could be a time where by the end of January, the energy is opening up and setting us free from where we've been mentally stuck. But do be tender and gentle with yourself around January 27th during that third square to Chiron and Aries. And then on January 29th, again, is when the energy really shifts and you could feel like you're just complete with something. You're complete with whatever that has been that's been weighing on your mind. And because this is in the earth signs, it relates to something in your physical life, in your tangible world, something that either shows up or comes through, something that reveals itself as being that new solution or answer. Now, we also still have Mars in Gemini moving through his retrograde territory. Mars is still moving quite slowly and is gaining momentum here. Throughout January, Mars in Gemini has only moved between 8 and 10 degrees of Gemini. So if you have planets or points at 8, 9, or 10 degrees of the mutable signs, the mutable signs are Gemini, Virgo, 
Sagittarius, Pisces, any planets or points between 8 and 10 degrees, you've been feeling this stirring up of energy and perhaps not knowing where to direct it, how to let it out, what to do with it. And now Mars is going to be gaining more momentum as he moves into February, still in retrograde territory, but as he picks up speed, he starts to feel like he's getting back into his element. So you could feel like there's things that you're really wanting to move through faster and you can't. You're just like, ugh, why isn't this moving ahead? Why is this still perhaps right in front of me? Or why is there nothing here that feels truly energizing yet? This could even be something you're feeling around what you want to do next if it feels like it's slow or sluggish. That will change as we go into February, but there's a divine purpose for everything. And so when these energies are moving slower, that's the universe saying, look at this, look at this right here, pay attention right here. And the universe is saying, and I'm going to give you time. I'm going to give you time to look at this and think this through. I'll wait the universe will wait. That's kind of what it could feel like here, especially in the Gemini areas of your chart that have experienced this Mars retrograde, where we've had to rethink, review, reconsider, reprioritize, all those RE words. But in Gemini, it's also about rethinking, reconsidering, recontemplating the information you have and looking at new information, considering other choices, other perceptions, other ideas, also waiting for more information to come in. So this Mars is still moving slowly. Understand that it's not you if you're feeling the pressure or even the anticipation of moving ahead, there's energies that will really support that in February, which is just next week. So hey, we only got a few days of this energy keeping us at a slower pace and then things start to rev up. Keep in mind that part of these retrograde energies are to support us in reprogramming reprogramming these energies so that we operate with higher conscious and higher awareness. So as that Mars picks up, as that Mercury and Capricorn picks up, we're also meant to look at what we are reprogramming in ourselves and what we're ready to see differently or how we're ready to think differently, how we are ready to proceed ahead differently based on the intentional reprogramming that's been coming up for you in your energy and in your life. And that is even more influential when it's the personal planets, when it's Mercury and when it's Mars, which relates to our minds and our bodies. So there has been a deeper rewiring and reworking of the mind-body connection of understanding what you're ready to move towards because you've generated a new thought process or a new understanding of it. Now also this week we have Venus entering Pisces on January 26th. And this is where Venus is beautifully exalted. She's very happy and peaceful in Pisces. She also has reached the end of the zodiac. So there could be a sense here that you're ready for a break. You're ready for more time off, a vacation, a longer weekend. Perhaps there's something that you wish to do that just would feel beautifully supportive of your energy and what you need. 
Venus in Pisces is sensitive and empathetic. So parts of our energy fields become more active and really start to sense what's happening in the bigger picture. And we feel it more personally. So part of the journey of any personal planet in Pisces is to ensure you have in place the best possible energetic boundaries. Boundaries that allow you to understand what you need and what you don't need, what is best for you in your energy field. This is also where Venus in Pisces deeply connects to more of what she is here to experience in all the energies and to discern what is correct for her without self-sacrificing, without giving up who she is or what she wants for the sake of others. So keep that in mind as Venus moves through Pisces that you could feel like you have a lot to give, a lot to offer, you care so much, you really want to help people, you want to beautifully support them, but ensure that you're not doing so and depleting yourself along the way and also make sure that you're listening to your own energy. I feel like Venus entering Pisces gives us a sense of what has been happening inside of us, our own internal energetic process, and we can intuitively tap into that. In fact, this is interesting. I'm feeling it as you could be connecting to your body consciousness and even sensing which parts of your physical self might be tired. Is your liver exhausted? Is your digestive tract needing support, a detox, a purge? How is your immune system doing? You could tap into perhaps certain muscles or parts of yourself that are just needing support as well. So trust that if that's true for you. Keep in mind that Pisces is about how we work with the flows of energy. It relates to how we allow energy to move through us. So I see it as coming down through the crown chakra, which is very much a Pisces energy field. But Pisces rules the feet on the body. It rules our toes, our feet. So the energy starts at the crown chakra flows through us to ensure we're allowing energetic movement to occur naturally and with grace and ease, and then also supports us in grounding our spiritual energy into the earth as the energy moves from the crown chakra through the body into the feet and toes, and then is offered into the earth. So this could be a wonderful energy exercise to focus on or visualize, especially with letting go and movement, which are also Pisces themes. Venus is much softer in Pisces as she moves from the mental social expressions of Aquarius into the internal reflective qualities of Pisces. So trust if you need more downtime, trust if you need to, again, take a break or give yourself some time off that could be beautifully supported at this time and also could feel like you're really honoring your energetic needs. Now, the other strong energies over this next week relate to the sun in Aquarius. Now, the sun is moving through the first deacon of Aquarius, which is opening up the Aquarius energies and asking us to expand into more of our own higher frequencies. 
Aquarius is the 11th sign of the zodiac and the final air sign. So it is a point of accumulated knowledge. Aquarius is where we take all the multiple parts and pieces and we put it into a whole. We understand more about how things can fit and work together. We're also invited to open up to more potentials and possibilities that perhaps we didn't see at first. And I'm seeing this as a really beautiful mandala a mandala of beautiful pulsing light. It is moving energy, but it's also holding energy. So it is containing a certain frequency of light while also allowing new energies to continue to move through and open us up and expand us. And I feel this mandala as an energy that's designed to keep our frequency higher. So this is very important right now on the planet as we're moving through very big energies here in 2023 and into 2024 and beyond. I did a podcast episode for you on Monday that talked about the energies of the Pluto crossover years and how significant that is at a global level. We're seeing things happen now. We're seeing things unfolding and collapsing. We're seeing things that we've been discussing for the past few years come true, come into manifestation. There are a lot of layoffs happening right now, which is unfortunate, and that is a difficult thing to move through. But that's part of this Pluto finishing up in Capricorn is that it's meant to get people on a better path, a truer path. We're also seeing corruption exposed and officials resigning. We're seeing businesses challenged and needing to regroup or restructure themselves so that they can work and be successful in this new energetic terrain. There are so many examples right now of these energies showing up that it also requires us to be very intentional with our energy and our light. There also is this very interesting influx of energy that I'm sensing. And of course, trust this for yourself, but I feel it relating to previous lifetimes where we felt the call to save people or that we had to do something. We had to step in. We had to take care of them. We had to, you know, save them from something. And these are very strong Age of Pisces themes. So we've had lifetimes of programming where we believe or want to save someone, help them, do what we can with our energy in order to take care of them. And what I'm being shown is that it's really important to be intentional with your energy and to look at your intention because part of what is needed right now by starseeds, lightworkers, healers, anyone who is a pioneer, an energy pioneer, you've been doing lots of work and maybe you don't even give yourself a particular term, but you're just very energetically tuned in, is that when we shine our light, whatever that means for you, whether that means really showing up with your gifts and your strengths, loving your job, loving your mission, loving how you're assisting people and helping people, or just enjoying your family, enjoying your partnerships, your friends, your loved ones, just enjoying life or being very happy with some areas of your life. That is a higher vibrating energy than looking to rescue or save someone. 
And what's happening now with all this light on the planet that is meant to dissolve the density and remove energies that are no longer needed here is that this light that we're shining containing and holding is transforming things, but it's very important to honor each individual's path and to honor their free will, as well as honoring your own energy, where there is no need or requirement to quote unquote save or rescue anyone. Rather, you're allowing the example of your energy and your light to set a standard or to help people understand what they want to create for themselves. So there's this deep intelligence underway here where if you've done some things really well for yourself and you're proud and you're happy and you're living your life and others are watching you, they're seeing that, they want that too. And what you can do is Understand that your light and your energy is communicating for you in a way that gives that person their own choices to make. How are they going to create a life that they love and they're proud of? How are they going to find or connect with a job or career that is best for them? It's almost like this beautiful energetic wave where when you're shining out who you are in a place of strength, from a place of authenticity, it gives others the choice to do the same for themselves. And then we each have to do our own work with that. We each have to then commit to it, apply the energy, do the work that's necessary, etc. But that's where we each step into our power. And that's what humanity needs. We need more people stepping into the truth of their energy, the truth of how they're energetically designed. We need that more than perpetuating any ongoing cycle of rescuer and victim, if you will. We don't need that ongoing story or programming in humanity that someone else is going to do this for me or someone else has more power than I do or has better access to spirit or has more energy. Those are all false narratives. Rather, we're stepping into the fact that everyone can create a life they love. Everyone can choose what's best for them. Everyone has the same connections if they so choose to really create and manifest exactly what they want. And that's where we're stepping into more of the age of Aquarius energetic dynamics that allow each person to do so. So keep in mind that as we move through these very big energies on the planet, just monitor yourself, monitor where you go. And I realize this is different for various relationships and various dynamics. Of course, it's different if you're working with your children, especially young children who need support, who need you to be there for them, who do need you to guide them and perhaps rescue them at times. But this is also where we can use these situations to be teachable moments and to give kids and young adults choices to help them understand their choices. It reminds me of a book I have been reading my son, his bedtime story, and it's about choose your own adventure. This choose your own adventure book is about a boy named Danny and something happens 
that he has to decide how he's going to respond or react. So he wants to have a lemonade stand and he makes a lemonade and then it all spills. What is he going to do? What are his next choices? And so as simple and basic as this sounds, it relates directly to our reprogramming and what we are now seeing about what we want, what matters to us, how we're going to consciously choose to proceed ahead, and also looking at what has shifted for you that you're realizing maybe you aren't making choices that are in alignment with that intention or that direction. Perhaps the retrograde energies have brought your attention to something that you are looking to change, whether that is in a thought process, in a belief system, in an intention or what you want. And the retrogrades support us in doing that internal work and that reprogramming so that when we have periods of time like this where all planets are direct, we can really understand, okay, I'm holding the line now on this choice. I'm making a different choice, a new choice. I'm understanding this might be new energy for me. There might be something new here that I'm not quite familiar with. I'm outside of a comfort zone, but I'm going to hold the line with this intention and further fortify this new choice or direction because this is in alignment with what I want and where I'm going. This is a wonderful time to check in with yourself on how you're choosing your own adventure, how you're making choices that are in clear, direct alignment with who you are now. And again, these could be things that you commonly overlook or you don't regularly question. And then you realize, wait, I actually see a better option here. Or perhaps you're understanding, I'm going to respond in a different way. I'm going to show up in a different way. I'm going to rewrite this internal story in my head. I'm going to rewrite this narrative. I'm going to think of it in a new and different way. And all of those energies are very strong for us right now as we're being guided to check in with ourselves, really get clear on what that looks like for you now. And that is one of the strengths of the sun in Aquarius, where it is about, as I said, the accumulation of knowledge, what you have learned and understood to be true for you, and then standing in the clarity of that knowingness. What is your knowingness right now? And that is something that the sun in Aquarius can highlight. Over this next week, the sun in Aquarius is going to trine Mars in Gemini at nine degrees on January 29th, which is the same day that the sun in Aquarius will square the nodes of fate with that north node in Taurus and the south node in Scorpio, all at nine degrees. And so when the sun squares the nodes of fate, we have an opportunity to check in with ourselves. Now, when it squares the south node in Scorpio, there could be something that is cycling out for you. It's played out. It's done. You're over it. It no longer is connected to your new sense of empowerment. And this could also involve facing a fear, facing a loss, something that maybe was deeply emotional for you or intense. And that sun in Aquarius is saying, travel with your knowingness, accept what you know, fully own it and understand that this is part of what we're meant to move away from. 
then the north node in Taurus is reconnecting you to a higher sense of your value, your worth. And I mean that energetically. I mean that as look at how far you've come, how clear and pure your energy is, what you've come to understand about who you are, what you need, what matters to you. Because that Taurus energy wants you to fortify yourself with energetic self-reliance, a sense of yes, I am this strong. I am this brilliant. I am this bright. Like it is meant to give you a sense of higher self-esteem, higher self-confidence. And then that sun in Aquarius is saying, yes, all of that's true. And what are you understanding is very deep for you at this time that further showcases where you're going next with that energy. Where are you moving ahead into perhaps new territory, new understandings, new visions, new ideas of what you want to create for yourself in this lifetime? Travel with that higher self-esteem. Travel with that confidence in who you are and what you want. So on January 29th, As the sun in Aquarius interacts with the nodes of fate, it also connects to a trine with Mars and Gemini at nine degrees as well that is something that moves you forward. And this could be something that you feel moves you forward after the retrograde energies, perhaps after the last few months of 2022. The sun working with that Mars direct in Gemini is going to give you a plan of action, something to follow, something that feels almost effortless. And I was talking with a friend of mine about this. It's funny how when things feel too easy, we can question it, right? We're like, wait a minute, this is happening too easily or this is coming together without much effort. And we can be so used to the blockages or the work we have to put in or how we have to invest or what we have to figure out. Like we can have this unconscious expectation that it's supposed to be harder. I feel like what we're stepping into is this ease of flow and things just coming together and showing up, especially all planets direct right now. So it could feel like, wow, that was quick. That was easy. That was simple. And really, that's also a confirmation from the universe that it's time that you are connecting with what you need to connect with. And anything else was just a lesson. It was showing you something. It was teaching you something. It was even if you were like back and forth and I don't know, and this is really tough and what's going on here and all the questions like that can show you more of what the energy is underneath. But I'm feeling like we have some turning points here at the end of January where things can connect and come together. And this is where we're meant to trust the grace and the ease. We're meant to just flow with it, go with it, say, yes, I deserve for things to be simple and easy. I'm ready for it. Not everything has to be a ton of work in order to be valuable. So there could be something here that even surprises you. Now on this same day is when we have that Mercury in Capricorn trining Uranus in Taurus as well. So on January 29th, big energy is coming through here around next steps, forward direction, things making sense, clicking and connecting. You could also feel like 
is this too good to be true? Or there could be an easy yes. Um, Even if you have been worried about something or a little bit anxious or just having that uncertainty, and that can be for very good reasons. You know how sometimes there can be an uncertainty or anxiety because it's butterflies, because you're excited, because there's something good here and you're trying to, you know, just go with it and see what happens, maybe even manage your expectations around it. But this is where the energy shows up and the universe really gives us some affirmations about what we've been working on and working through and then something comes through and it can just give you a beautiful resounding yes. So I will offer out that energy for you to decide if it works for you or not, but to know that part of what we're closing out here in January are the retrograde energies. And don't be surprised if something comes through that is surprising, but in a good way, in a happy way. Now, we also have the sun in Aquarius sextiling Chiron in Aries at 12 degrees on February 1st, and that is often a healing energy. There could be a bigger perspective and understanding of what this Chiron in Aries has been working through. Sun in Aquarius can hold multiple imprints of energies you've experienced across multiple lifetimes that directly relates to your soul's knowingness the knowingness of what you have experienced, the knowingness of what you have healed and moved through and realized. So there could be some energies here that reveal more of what you've been healing, of what that Chiron in Aries has been guiding you through in order to develop more independence, the ability to stand on your own, the ability to go your own way. It could also be supporting you with anything around the courage to be yourself, the courage to also trust what you want and trust what you need based on the healed version of yourself, which would be different than being in the wound or being in the trigger. So there's some kind of healing energy as well as that sun in Aquarius connects to Chiron in Aries at 12 degrees on February 1st. The other thing I'm noticing here about the sun in Aquarius is how it is now traveling behind Saturn in Aquarius. So Saturn entered Aquarius towards the end of 2020 and is finishing up its time in Aquarius in March. So we only have about six weeks left of Saturn in Aquarius before it moves into Pisces on March 7th. So now we have the sun coming up behind Saturn, shining a light on what you have realized and understood about the Aquarius areas of your life since late 2020. So the sun brings a shining spotlight. The sun brings warmth and solar consciousness. The sun also wants to champion you, wants you to see what you've been through, what you have decided. Because Saturn is about our responsibilities, decisions, things we have to take care of, where we need to show up, what we have to tend to in our 3D reality. 
Perhaps there have been hard choices or big life changes. Perhaps the Saturn in Aquarius has shown you a new path that you want, a new life that you want. And there could be some things that then you have to, of course, change around, switch up, let go of in order to commit to that new life and those next steps. Well, now we have the sun traveling behind Saturn, shining a light on what you have realized and decided, bringing your attention to how you have worked with the Saturn in Aquarius energies. Aquarius is co-ruled by both Saturn and Uranus. And it's a very interesting dichotomy between these two energetic themes because Saturn likes the boundaries, is about the physical world and traditional approaches. Saturn is about how we take care of what we need to take care of and also with a sense of responsibility to others, especially in Aquarius. Aquarius is about the groups, the people we work with, the people we know, The people we're responsible for, who are also equally responsible for themselves, but Saturn brings in that energetic perspective. Then the co-ruler of Uranus is the opposite. Uranus is not about tradition. It's not about following a known path. Uranus wants to break up what has been the status quo. And Uranus wants there to be disruption and a little bit of chaos in order to stir up some new solutions and new ways of proceeding. So in Aquarius season, we actually have this interesting energy of looking at, okay, what do I have to maintain? What is really important that I need to continually manage? I have to be aware of the bigger picture. I have to be aware of who reports to me, who I'm responsible for. This can certainly be family members or friends or people in a workplace, especially if you are a manager, an owner, a CEO, or if you have people that you connect with regularly who look up to you. Then we have Uranus that is representing where you want to be free and you don't want to take on everything for everyone. You don't want to handle everything. You want to delegate. You want freedom with Uranus. So during Aquarius season, right now, as the sun is in Aquarius and Saturn is in Aquarius, we have more of that Saturn energy that we're meant to stay the course with, especially as Saturn won't return to Aquarius for another 28 years. So we're really getting our little duckies in a row. We're really looking at what is necessary, what is essential, what is important here in the Aquarius energies that I need to tend to and be aware of, even though you could feel that push-pull of wanting to just throw everything off your desk or be a little bit crazy. Uranus can be very reckless. Uranus can be very much in the moment and not aware of the long-term consequences. But Saturn is aware of the long-term consequences. So this Aquarius season, we really need to look at where we're going, what we've been building up in our lives. What have you been working through and focused on about where you're going next in your 
dreams, in your goals, in your work, in your mission, whatever it might be for you. Perhaps you've really tapped into some of those potentials. Saturn, however, brings in the workload required. So there's also the sense of, okay, I understand what I want, where I want to go, I got it, but feels like there's a lot of work to get there. Or I don't know how. I don't know how it's going to come together. I don't know how to map it out. I don't know how to make the necessary changes to get there. So I think that what's going to happen here as we journey through Aquarius season, you're meant to stay focused on what's in front of you, honor your responsibilities, be very clear on what you do have to take care of today, but to stay focused on the long-term outcomes that will benefit you because of your responsibility today, because of how you are honoring and working with these energies instead of fighting them or resisting them or trying to overpower them, so to speak. There's something about staying the course here during Aquarius season as Saturn finishes up his time in Aquarius and the sun is traveling behind Saturn, that we are really kind of getting this clean sweep of what is essential in the Aquarius parts of your chart. And then the sun and Saturn will be conjunct in Aquarius at 27 degrees the middle of February. So from now until the middle of February, you could feel like, okay, there's a lot I need to make progress on. I want to get some things clear. I want to figure this out. And then when the sun is conjunct Saturn, you're really going to have a beautiful checking in point on how things are coming together, how it's playing out, and also what you're going to then invest your energy in going forward. So use this time, these three weeks, to really look at the Aquarius energies in your chart to understand what is being organized and managed and well as well as what you're looking at that needs to go, that needs to be cut out, that needs to be removed. And that's also what Saturn brings about is, okay, this isn't working. I'm done with this. I don't want this anymore. This no longer has a purpose. This doesn't have a use. So we have some decisions that we're making. But remember uh, what I was mentioning earlier about choose your own adventure. Really make sure that you're making choices from your higher consciousness, from your healed perspective, not from a wounded place. Make sure you're making these choices with a higher belief system in what's possible in what you can create and experience in this life, and also with a sense of deep knowingness where you're really digging into the fact that I know this is possible for me. I know I can create this in my life. I know this is something I can manifest and work with and experience. The universe absolutely responds to that. And I'm going back to that visual of a mandala that just gets activated with a new life force, with new potential, new life codes coming in that further sustain this knowingness that you're carrying and animating. Wow, I just can't even tell you how good this energy has felt, how clear and open I have felt it, how free it has felt, and how much light is circulating. And I will trust that you feel it as you do. And all I can say is that there has been a lot coming through that is encouraging us to go forward, to 
own our journey, to really claim our power. And I've also felt that this energy is a beautiful demonstration of how we're supported and how we can trust that. Trust that you're supported. Trust that the universe hears you. Trust that the universe knows your heart, knows your spirit, knows your soul. Trust that the universe knows your frequency and your energy and is here to support you in that ongoing adventure of your life as we continue to choose our own adventure in these energies. Okay, I can't stop smiling and I'm not going to apologize for it. It's just what's coming through. Uh, But I also wanted to give you another reminder that our upcoming Awakening Astrology Retreat in Sedona is happening March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And it's wonderful to see how many of you are signing up. Please know that we will have to close registration on February 20th. That is the deadline. So I know some of you are figuring out your plans and what you can do and if you can be there, but we will be closing registration February 20th. So just to help with your planning, And knowing the deadline, you can find out more about the experience at the link below the podcast. It is where we are going to work with more energies in your astrology chart, open them up, activate them, embody them, all kinds of awesome stuff. And one of the best parts of these gatherings are the new friends that we meet, the new people we connect with. I have met so many of you through these retreats and we still connect, we still talk. So please know that I love these times I get to meet you in person and we get to spend some time together. And as we start the new year, you can also check out what your solar return energies are going to be in 2023. I have a program for you that's still 50% off where you can see the energy of your solar return, what's coming up for you in the year ahead, the themes, the energies, what is being experienced, and so much more. So please check out that course. It is good if you already know how to read a natal chart. And it's also important to already have the basics of astrology down. So it's a little bit more of an intermediate level course, but it's also a good stepping stone if you already understand your own natal chart. So again, it's 50% off with coupon code birthday. And that's so that you can also become your own astrologer. You can also be better at reading your own energy and understanding what themes you're working through in the year ahead. You can find all of my programs and courses over at mollymccord.online where you'll see everything that I offer you to help you with your energy as well as your business development, especially if you are a healer, if you are an energy worker, you're an astrologer, you do tarot or you do something that supports others. I really want to help you elevate your business, grow it, scale it, monetize it, all these beautiful things to help you be more successful in your life and in your world. So do check out those resources as well. Thank you so much for joining me. Always a delight to connect with you. I'm going to sign off this podcast smiling, but I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. I look forward to connecting with you on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And on YouTube, you'll find so many playlists and topics. Be sure and check that out as well. Just go down that rabbit hole. You'll discover so much more about your astrology chart and hopefully get some awesome breakthroughs. I'll see you back here next Monday and Wednesday, wishing you a beautiful week ahead and happy Aquarius season.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.